Coming to you live from my office here at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, it's Trio 30 Talks, and I'm the host who is always looking for Mondays, not really, being sarcastic, uh, your academic outreach specialist, uh, Brian Stutz. Uh, welcome to uh, Trio 30 Talks, everybody, and today we have another episode about resources on campus uh, for all of our students across campus, especially for our Trio students. We're here talking today to our Counseling and Psychological Services, better known as CAPS, since we love acronyms here in higher ed. Uh, CAPS, welcome. I'm going to have you both introduce yourself, Mariah and Felicia. Uh, please give it away. Tell me about uh, yourself and what you do here at the university, and uh, we'll get started. Awesome. Well, I'll start. My name is Maria, and I am one of the counselors at um, CAPS. I'm also the outreach coordinator, and I have been here almost two years. So that's a little bit about me. Hi, and I'm Dr. Felisa Ivory Horton, and I'm also one of the counselors at CAPS, and I'm also the DEI coordinator for the office. And I think I'm going into my third year. So Mariah and I started about the same time. So yeah. All right. Great. Yeah. So I, I started uh, like two years, I guess a year ago as well. So in the COVID times, uh, so we're all pretty new, uh, but I'm really new to Nebraska. So, uh, um, but, but I'm learning some things. Uh, I am too, Brian. So I, I feel you. <laughs> yeah. I keep telling everyone about this wiener slinger person I met that's really huge in campus and shoots hot dogs in the stadiums. And I didn't mm -hmm. know that was a thing. Uh, so that's oh, what yeah. I've been that's what I've learned about. And uh, John from Fraternity Story Life told me, he's like, it's like the third best thing about Husker games. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, <laughs> awesome. So, uh, so thank you again for, for coming on. Uh, we're going to talk all about what your services are and how you can help our students or any student really uh, on campus here at UNL. Uh, so feel free to take it away. You have control of, uh, of our screen here. Uh, so you should be able to click through that. If not, let me know. Okay, let's try this out. Maybe. So as we get started, you can see here, um, you've, we've got our phone number there. We're right located inside of University Health Services. And we are here Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 to help you out. You can see, um, go on our website if you needed some information at caps.unl.edu. We also have an Instagram that we put things out pretty much every day. So please check us out mm -hmm. and find some useful information there as well. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so um, as Felisa had mentioned, we are in the health center on the second floor. Um, we just want to briefly share with you our mission. So CAPS is committed to providing quality mental health services that meet the needs of a diverse student body by providing a safe, welcoming, and affirming environment during their educational journey. So um, I think I can speak for all of us. We just want to be a safe space for students to come. Um, we work with a variety of issues, and um, we're here to support students. So we want you all to know we're here, and please come see us. So. Okay, let's. Now, besides Mariah and myself, we have a really awesome team of other psychologists and clinic counselors who are here to work with students. We deal with anything, um, working through feelings, learning ways to improve ourselves, mentally, psychological, talk a lot about emotional well being and with any issues that rise. Specifically, we offer a lot of different services and we'll talk more in detail as we go along through the presentation. But we do individual group counseling we do work 
workshops, relational counseling. We have crisis appointments because we know sometimes things happen and you need to talk to somebody right away. Um, we have Let's Talk. We have alcohol and other drug services as well. Anybody suffering with body image or disordered eating services, we have those. As well as, as Mariah says, she's the outreach coordinator. We try to get out into community and we do um, outreach on different topics that we're asked to present on. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so let's go in just to what we can help with. Um, so we work with a variety, like I said, of presenting concerns. And really, I, I would say there's no um, topic off, you know, off limits as far as what we're willing to help with. And so some of the common ones we see, though, I won't go through all of these, but um, depression, anxiety, uh, diversity issues, relationship concerns, academic distress. I know school can be really stressful. So at different points throughout the, the school year, it can be helpful just to have a check-in with uh, motivation or focus. Um, also adjusting to being at UNL. So homesickness or adjustment issues are always um, helpful to come talk about as you guys transition to being at UNL. Um, family of origin concerns, sexual identity. So we work with a ton of different issues and I always encourage um, students to come, come chat. You know, there's nothing that is too much or too little for counseling. Um, it can sometimes feel intimidating to get started or to know, you know, what feels like it makes sense for counseling. And so we have a couple different options of what might feel like a good fit, but we'll talk about those in the upcoming slides. But yeah. And one thing I just add to that, I know I talked about our web, we put our web page address on there. If you go in and want to um, play around on the site, look what's there, you will find a, a page with um, that list of pictures of everything of all our staff and what their specialties are mm -hmm. and talking a little bit about the things that they work with. So that might help you with your level of comfort also. Yeah. And also we have um, some other great apps and um, other, I would say, resources and um, websites to check out for some of these concerns, too. So if you just want some extra information, that's also on our website as well. Okay. So who's eligible? Any... Um, student who is enrolled is eligible for both individual and group counseling. There is no charge for individual and group counseling or drop-in groups, but there are a few things that we do have some charges for, and we've listed those that. If you are mandated for drug or alcohol evaluation, there is a charge for that, as well as mandated education cycle ed, um, alcohol and other drug um, psychoeducation classes. And we know that you are students. We know that you get busy, but please don't no show or come in late, uh, do a late cancel because we will charge you $25 for that because we know that there's quite a need once we get into the semester, students need to get in there and we want to be able to serve as many people as we can. Yeah, let me just uh, re echo that. Uh, it is free to use this service uh, for the most part for students. And I can tell you if you're trying to do this outside of UNL, uh, it's going to be pretty pricey. Uh, so this is a great time to take advantage. Uh, if you really need this service, uh, it is free. Uh, so just remember that. So not everywhere is free. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So um, I wanted to spend some time just talking about how to initiate services here at CAPS. Um, so what we use for our first appointment is what we call an initial evaluation. And um, these appointments are available same day. So what we encourage students to do if they're wanting to either start services or curious about maybe what kind of services they're wanting to use, or would like to talk to a clinician about that, um, 
we have these first appointments available uh, Monday through Friday, and it is a first come first serve. So we encourage students to call earlier in the day, and that can secure a time that works best with your schedule. Um, during that first appointment, we as clinicians here at CAPS will talk about all of our services. We'll kind of figure out what feels like the best plan moving forward. Um, so whether that be a group that's addressing some of the concerns that you're having, um, or you want certain skills related to these areas, we talk about individual counseling um, and at times like other campus resources or um, a referral to the community provider might be more helpful than what we can offer at that time, depending on the needs of the student. So um, what I like to say is that first appointment is just a really good time to talk about the concerns you're having and then working collaboratively with us to talk about what feels like the best fit. So um, like I mentioned, just call the same day and then we just call or you can call that main number at 402-472-7450 um, and get that scheduled. And when we think about getting help, most students think about individual counseling. So, and Mariah, you didn't change the page. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting ahead. <laughs> um, when you think about getting help, with the first thing that comes to people's mind is individual counseling. So we wanted to talk about individual counseling isn't the only way to get help, but mm -hmm. we're going to start there and talk about some other things. So what does that entail? It is one-to-one -one, uh, with you and a clinician. And, and normally, because we work on what's called a short-term model, meaning when you come in for your uh, uh, initial evaluation, as Mariah said, you and your counselor are going to work to come up with some goals for you. And that's what you're going to work towards in your individual sessions. And it's all about things, a treatment plan that's developed between you and your counselor that specifically needs, meets your needs. The cool thing about it is sometimes you know something's not right, you're not sure what, and you're not able to give voice or verbalize exactly what that is. That's what the counselor is going to help you do, figure out what's going on. And then you guys are going to come up with a plan to help you work towards getting that solved. Now, sometimes when things happen, um, once we start to get things that meet your needs, we may decide that, number one, you may need some additional help. And we will talk about different resources that are available, whether that is a referral to a community, or we may decide that taking part in one of our groups might be the next logical step for you to uh, help you out with that. But you will talk with, about that with your counselor, and you guys will come to an uh, a, an agreement about what it is that you need next. So next we'll talk about group counseling. Um, I will just kind of start with saying we have so many awesome group opportunities. Um, so they range of more counseling or processing groups. So these types of groups are held usually weekly and they last for the duration of a semester. So they are a scheduled group. They're consistent. You have the same group members. Um, and these groups are focused on a specific topic or common experience. So we have different groups ranging from like an undergraduate processing group. Um, graduate students also have a processing group as well um, and many other topics. So more information can be looked or um, found on our website about these things. So I would encourage you all to go check it out, see if there's any of interest to you. Um, next is a psychoeducational, more workshop situation. And these are held um, sometimes only one meeting, sometimes two or more if they're scheduled, but they are more structured and they're focused on skill building. So our clinicians will be present, kind of help just 
provide information. So things like social anxiety, um, pandemic resilience, all those different areas are available in more of those scheduled workshop um, options. And then drop-in groups are also available. So these you can attend one, you can attend more than one. Um, and we have these scheduled throughout the semester on and off. So we'll always push it out on our Instagram, check out our website. Um, but these opportunities can vary depending on time of the day and different skills. So these are similar to psychoeducational workshops, but they're not scheduled consistently. And so um, where you have to attend more than one, for example, you can drop in and just get what you need um, and go from there. Felice, yeah, anything yeah. else you would add there? Oh, sorry, Brian. No, I was going to ask a question just on, on group counseling. Um, I just, uh, just kind of help get rid of some, maybe the, some of the stereotypes of like a group setting. Like, you know, if I would go into a group, I would feel like nervous that someone's going to like say everything that I talk about. And I know that's not the case. Um, just to kind of maybe kind of help our students understand why, why these are, are valuable a little bit uh, and kind of get rid of some of those stereotypes of like a group center um, approach. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things you hit on one of the things, there is a stigma attached to being in a position where you need some help. One of the things about um, particularly the groups is that it lets you know a lot of times that you're not alone. And that in and of itself is something that people need and helps them to feel better. Now, the thing to know is that our particularly our counseling and processing groups, they are confidential Right. Mm -hmm. So we expect that anything that is said in those sessions is to be kept in those sessions because people are being vulnerable and they're sharing their experiences with other people. While you do get the support there, it helps you to process what you're going through. And sometimes being with other people who are going through the same thing can be very powerful to help you to work through those things. It also helps with socialization skills just to be, be around other people as well. Mm -hmm. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's really important. So I knew that stuff, but you know, we got to, we got to make sure that the, the listeners out there know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Now the thing that we should mention about dropping groups and the psychoeducational groups, mm -hmm. they are besides being shorter in endurance, they can be one, or as Mariah said, a few different meetings. Mm -hmm. There's not the same expectation as there is in the processing group. You can go in and get the information. So if you're not somebody who doesn't talk a lot, yeah. you don't have to but you can still get the information that you need. Absolutely. And honestly, the, the piece I always remind students of is groups are helpful because you're with peers who are also in the same situation. And yes. so um, when I'm working people one-on-one, -on -one, sometimes I say, this is great, but also how validating can that feel to also say, oh, I'm not the only one in this. Um, group members can provide their own feedback or what's been helpful. So as much as we have a therapeutic approach, I mean, just logistic day by day, advice from other people who are going through those same experiences can be so incredibly helpful. So um, I, I would definitely recommend these. Mm -hmm. I'm going to highlight what Mariah just said, because we can say things all day long and you hear the same thing in a group and it hits you different. And you're like, this is the greatest thing since I said. <laughs> so if that's the way you need to get it, the important thing is that you get what you need. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Cool. Now, well, now we also know that we've got these great things here, but we also know that there's still students who are going to be hesitant about 
calling or walking through our front door. And we're cognizant of that. So a few years ago, we created something that's called Let's Talk. Let's Talk is really great because it gives you an opportunity to have a brief first contact with a therapist. It's a short consultation. It's informal. It is brief. It is confidential. And it's um, it gives you a, sh- a quick minute to come in and learn something about our services. Maybe you have one concern right now and you'd be able to get enough in that meeting, that 20 minute meeting with the person who's taking the call because we are virtual this year, but be able to get what you need in that call or it may be your opportunity to get some idea of what coming in to see a counselor might be like and what how it could be beneficial for you. Would this, would this be helpful for like, uh, say like, I just am feeling bad and I'm not really sure why I'm feeling bad and I need to figure it out, uh, but I'm not sure who to see or what to talk about. I don't know. I'm not in touch with my emotions or my feelings. I just know I'm like, like feeling, feeling down or low for some reason. And I'm not sure how to find that. Would this be a good opportunity to kind of maybe figure it out a little bit? Or, or is that, is that maybe that in a different setting? Well, yeah, it could be uh, the first contact because sometimes you can identify what it is. Mm-hmm. And in that session, you would get a chance to talk to a counselor more. And a counselor would, if it seems like there's something more than this 20 minutes is going to take, mm-hmm. would recommend some next steps that you could take that might be beneficial for you, that might be right. helpful. You know, I've um, I've done Uh, let's talk for the last few years and I've had students come in because they're worried about a friend and don't know what to do about it so we're able to give them some idea of the how they talk to their friend about getting some help because let's be clear you're not equipped and that's okay that is quite okay because sometimes you feel guilty that I don't know what to do for my friend we can help you come up with a way to talk to them Mm -hmm. something like that is a quick um, a consultation as well. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I would ditto that. And I think the biggest, I, I would say personally, Felisa, you know, I'm, I would love to hear your feedback as well Is like the difference for me is if one, you're just trying to figure out what counseling is like, you're really unsure about it, or you want something really brief, but you don't think you really need more. Um, now if there's more significant concerns, you're like, I don't think 20 minutes is going to be enough. You know, then I would absolutely encourage you to call in and, and have more of that you know, initial appointment with us. But um, yeah, like Felisa said, we are here to kind of help guide through that process too. So whoever you're meeting with can can help kind of differentiate as well if you're unsure. So cool. Um, Well, let's move in to crisis counseling. So we do offer crisis appointments as well. Um, These appointments are available same day. So um, by just calling into our main office, that 402-472-7450 number, you can ask for a crisis appointment. Um, some of the examples of crisis situations, these are definitely not all of them, but a recent personal psychological or physical trauma. Um, if you have a significant increase in stress and you're not really able to help you know, cope with those, or you're feeling like things are just um, becoming a little more than you can handle with stress, having suicidal or homicidal thoughts, or if someone has hurt you physically or emotionally. So these appointments, we want students to use these if um, you know you need that immediate support. Like we mentioned, our initial appointments are um, available same day, but these appointments are dedicated um, to more crisis situations. So, And here's the thing I wanna add to that because I've had the experience where students have felt like 
what I'm going through really isn't a crisis. Somebody else may need it. Mm-hmm. No, if it's causing you distress, it is a crisis. Mm-hmm. You are a student here. We are open to all UNL students. Mm-hmm. It's better to come in and get the help than you need than to suffer and not get the help that you need. So Mm -hmm. don't ever worry about whether or not your coming in is taking a space from somebody else. We have 20 clinicians around here. We've got three interns and we have also have um, some master's level practicum students as well. We -hmm. have plenty of people around here who are willing and ready to help. Mm -hmm. I think, I think another thing I would, I would like to mention for our students and for any students that might be feeling this way, like if they need someone to like walk them down to the counseling center um, like, you know, a staff or even a parents listening, like I'm, we are here in trio. Like if someone's having a rough day, you know, health center, I don't think it's that far, uh, from, from here, uh, I'm able to help walk you through. So you're not going in alone. Uh, sometimes I know that could be like a barrier, uh, for students. So if you are feeling this way and you want to set up an appointment, but don't want to walk, uh, by yourself, let me, let me know, uh, message me. I can come and walk you through and, and get you into, uh, the counseling center. So that way you're, not walking by yourself. Yes. Yes. I love that. And I think, um, I think Felisa, I would also say we would encourage, you know, connection and support. If you're seeking that service, you know, if there is a trusted person who you can kind of touch base with, let them know you're coming or you need support after even. Um, And yes, I know there's plenty of faculty and staff and friends who'd be willing to to walk with you over. So highly encourage that. That's good. Okay. We also know that even though we're here eight to five on Monday, things don't happen on our timeline. So with that in mind, on hours, anytime after 5 p.m. during the week and anytime on the weekends, we have, um, if you dial our number and follow the prompts, you will get our after hours counselor who will walk you through and be on the phone to help you. Now, of course, if it is an emergency, a medical emergency, or you're feeling suicidal, please call 911, Mm -hmm. right? But that after hours is available every single day and 24 hours on the weekend. Don't hesitate to call. I don't care if it's two o'clock in the morning, you will Mm -hmm. get somebody on the phone. Yep. Okay. And I would add to, you have the option for us to follow up with you. So that is something that we get that information. If a student is wanting, you know, our staff to follow up, we have a great um, team here who works with this area and can follow up with you the next day, say, hey, do you want to come for an appointment? Um, So we are also here to support. It's not that you'll just get some random person to end. We are still connected and then um, we can help you initiate services if you'd like to continue to meet with us. So, yeah, I think that's all we have, Brian. Perfect. Well, we have a message from one of our sponsors. Uh, Fraternity and Sorority Life uh, is an organization here on campus that is really here. And here's some of their values on the slide here. They're looking for students uh, to, to be in their organizations, uh, be academically achieving. All their Greek members in uh, this past uh, year had a 3.435 GPA. Uh, everyone in UNL, the average GPA was 2.8. So if you're looking for an organization that really cares about academics, it is fraternity and sorority life. Uh, they also work on civic engagement, helping the community uh, that you live in. Uh, they're very inclusive. There are four different types of chapters out there that they can believe anyone can find a home in their community. They're working on their leadership uh, development. So if you're looking to be a leader in, in your community and into your career, uh, there's a great chance in fraternity and sorority life to do that. 
Uh, there's also one thing that will help you retain here at uh, UNL and stay here. Uh, build that connection. A lot of times, if you're not feeling connected uh, to the university, you might choose to leave. Uh, fraternity story life is a great chance for you to feel connected, uh, do well academically, and get some leadership out of it as well. Go onto their website, look at fraternity and sorority life, figure out how you can join. We just did a podcast and a YouTube video with them last week, and that is up there. Uh, so you can learn more about it if you're interested. Uh, but go ahead and check out fraternity and sorority life. Uh, for those students that are looking to uh, uh, get our trio points and check in, let us know that you came. Uh, we have the QR code up here on the screen that you're able to uh, scan that and check in and let us know what you thought. Also give us a chance to talk about, hey, I want to hear about this resource so we can bring them on to campus as well, onto the podcast to listen and, and hear all about that resource uh, on campus. Or if you have any other thoughts and, and needed to talk about, hey, I want to learn more about this, let us know on this QR code, but also let us know that you came and watch so we can count some trio points for you, which will help you later down the road uh, for our students. Uh, again, if you're looking for us uh, on any of our um, social media, uh, we are on Instagram at UNL Trio Scholars, Twitter, UNL Trio Scholars. We do have a Facebook group as well. Uh, you can use that QR code to get to the Facebook group. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, UNL Trio Scholars. That's a, a pretty uh, a easy uh, tagline there for us. Uh, find us on YouTube, subscribe. That way you'll get the videos right away. Hit that little bell button to uh, let you know when we put out new videos because it is random throughout the week that we like to do different videos um, throughout the semester and up ahead. Uh, first 100 subscribers will get uh, an academic outreach bag, so free academic swag and things like that. So uh, please subscribe and let me know that you subscribe. Again, we're also on Spotify and Apple, Tune, Apple iTunes podcast. Just look up Trio 30 Talks, uh, and that's where we are. Uh, go ahead and subscribe. Give us five stars. Well, thank you all uh, for coming, uh, Raya and Felicia. Um, I really appreciate you uh, helping our students and working through this. Uh, it's been very helpful to learn a little bit more about CAPS and all the services that you provide. And you all are going virtually, right? No in-person in appointments, or do you have, you said at one point, is it all virtual? We are um, in person this fall. In person this fall. Um, nice. Let's talk is gonna be virtual. Virtual. Okay, so perfect. In person fall. Uh, let's talk is virtual. That's. I just wanted to make sure I had that clear. Uh, what are you looking forward to this upcoming uh, fall? Now that uh, we're kind of more in person. I think for me, it's just being being back in the office, seeing all my colleagues, and we have some fun here. So it's good, it's good to be back with everybody and. Uh, seeing our students in person is, is wonderful. So I'm looking forward to that and football. I'm ready for some football season in my life. So <laughs> I'll reiterate that it's being, it, it's, we did zoom all last year and it was great to be able to help students, but there's something about being in a room with the student and working with them. So I'm looking forward to having that in person again. So trying to get back to normal life. Yes. Yeah. Uh, new normal. So. Yeah. <laughs> new normal. Mm -hmm. There we go. Yeah. Well, again, thank you again. I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, we have, let's see, it's August 9th right now today. That's uh, 11 days to our orientation and classes start in 14. So we are on the on the uh, almost single digit count uh, to being back on campus. So uh, thank you again. I appreciate it. Hope everyone out there is having a safe rest of their summer. Uh, if you ever need anything, you know where to find us uh, and go Big Red. <laughs>